Susan Summers. <laughs> oh my god. I used to watch Susan. Uh, Three's Company. It was oh, nice. the best. <laughs> Three is company too. <laughs> it's the lady from the infomercial. Come and knock on the door. Can I not keep knocking over my chopstick? You have Oh, this? You've knocked that over. Oh, this. Several times. Multiple times. And then every time I go to fix this, I knock over the chopstick. I'm like moving my siblings. Hopefully, I don't spill anything else because that's what this is for. Welcome back, everybody, to Chasm Quest colon Pirate's Peak. I finally picked a name for this thing. And it's been kind of fun. We're devastated. Mm, devastated. Mm. How's everybody feeling after last uh, meet? I'm trying not to think about Andrew it. Andrew had a massage. Oh, he's had such a massage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Silent had stayed back to talk to Cole yeah. a little bit longer, but he... Was just about to charge into the woods. Right? Yes, and Selvi's a wolf. Yep, and Selvi's still a wolf. Oh, Cole yeah. told oh. Silen that it was Levi. Mm-hmm. Cole did not tell Janessa yeah. and Selvi no, so. that it was Levi. And Silen was able to see that it was Levi's short sword. Yeah, super creepy. Heck yeah. And I'm pretty sure was... it's Renata's fault. Wherever she goes, creepy <laughs> things happen. <laughs> I got a nat 20 on my insight. Like, she's just I a sweet know. little girl. Yeah, oh, she's horrible. <laughs> creepy, smiley. Yeah. She has a very nice smile. No one But it smiles. is very creepy. Is no it nice should... or is it like dripping don't blood? I believe it. <laughs> she's yeah. smiling. It's like every now and then it drips blood, <laughs> but it's like she's seeing after it. In my mind, it. her eyes are just too big and too wide. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. Yeah. her head to the side. Every time he describes it, I'm her like, eyes oh, look a little bit bigger than normal. Talking to her again. <laughs> like if she takes off her hat, I think there's just a pumpkin growing out of her head. Oh, you never know. So her brain a, is a pumpkin. Might be a stem and a vine. She's like Daisy Head Maisie. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So, you guys approach Cole rapidly. You get up on him and you see him embracing a cloak with nothing inside of it. Nothing. You guys are tearing through the woods after what you do not know. What would you like to do? I want to roll survival to try to track the being that we're trying to track. Sure thing. Roll it. Let's see it. Yes. 
26. You get inside the forest and you kind of stop for a second to get a grasp on what you're looking for. You can't see anything around you. I mean, it's dark in these woods, trees everywhere, there's brush all over the place. But on the ground, you see that the ground is particularly soft here. It's kind of uh, softer than the ground you were just walking on because I guess the forest had held moisture a little more. And you see footprints and they're pretty deep impressions. And they're pretty spaced out because whoever these footprints belong to, they're running. And they're running to the north. And you said they're fresh? They're very fresh. They just happened. All right. And I just look to Selvi as wolf and just grunt this way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I'm just booking <laughs> it. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, this way. Ruh-roh. <laughs> can, I, can I roll a perception check for smell? Yep. You sure can. Can smell what it if it's humanoid. Ooh, nice. Yeah. A nineteen. Nineteen. As you pass by Cole, you got a good whiff of what Cole smelled like as an elf boy, and this smell smells very similar to Cole. You can tell that it's probably another elf person. And you, you guys continue forward. It could still be Brim. You guys are just kind of stopped in the trees, and you're just like looking at the footprints. Well, she's we, sniffing around. We took off toward it again, but I'm uh-huh. okay. I'm, so you guys take off again. Yeah. Well, should we wait? Well, I'm sure by the time we're done tracking, he can catch up. Would Silen be caught up to us? He's well, so he wasn't that far behind you to begin right. with. So he's pretty much on your tail. Now. Okay, cool. And so when I yeah. grunt that to Wolf Selvi. I then look up and see Silen joining us, and I, I don't even say anything. I just kind of like point forward to move out, and I'm keeping on these footprints and moving north. Yeah. Awesome. I just keep with them. Yeah. And I have my bow and arrow still. So you guys are just, you guys are raging and you're raging forward and you're passing all these brushes and you're making a bunch of like sounds of like swishes of the branches. You're like moving out of the way as you're pressing forward. Give me a perception check. Nat 20. Nice. 15. 15? 21. 21. 24 total. Nice. Selvi and Janessa, you hear the faint sound of many different whispers passing through the trees. It's impossible to tell where they are coming from. But you are still pressing forward. You're still making a lot of noise. You guys keep going. One of them said my shoelaces are untied. Fall <laughs> oh, over. Are they tied together? <laughs> oh no! I keep pressing forward. I mm-hmm. like that. Just adds to the uh, urgency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The the mood that <laughs> Janessa's already in, and she is hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. in many oh, ways. Yeah, she's hot. Very hot. With that W. That's fantastic. And you guys are right behind him. Keela's on your tail because she doesn't know what else to do. She hears the voices too, and she's just pressing forward. Janessa is the tracker, so she can only give Janessa her due credit and is right behind her, just following your every move. You guys press forward, and after a while, you guys get 400 feet into the forest northways. You suddenly realize that you look down, and you're, you're now approaching a bit of a clearing it's almost like an alley in the woods and it's just a long strip where nothing is growing as much it seems like it's a path of some sort if you look down you would notice that you are now standing on a stone road Hmm. as you look down the stone road you see 
that there are trees in the middle of the stone road coming up through and like moving the rocks aside and like they're kind of just staggered everywhere. But obviously this road has been here for a long time and a lot of the stones are covered in moss. The tracks end right where this road started. And now you see a few muddy tracks, footprints heading onto the road and then the mud just kind of wears away after time. Well, Janessa stops at the edge of the road and just kind of puts her hands out, like, to Silent and to Selvi, and is just like, this is the road. The road from... Old Town? The map. (laughs) As I uh, get to the the clearing and I see the muddy footprints, I scream out for Levi. You scream out for Levi and you don't hear anything and come back. Actually, give me a perception check. 25. Nice. You hear echoes of more whispers ahead of you down the road, but they're quickly decrescendoing and they're coming to a silence as they, it seems like they are sweeping northward. Mm. And And the road goes north. And the road goes north and you hear your own voice come back off the trees, back to your own voice, back to your own ears. I'm going to start going down this road because I need to bring Levi back to his family. I think that would be best. If that really was Levi, he, he's going somewhere. We need to find him. Selfie's already like prancing down the road and is kind of twirling around, making sure that you guys are following her. <laughs> it's, it's time to go. I don't have a good feeling about this, but this seems to be the only way forward. As we make our way, I tell Janessa and Keela, and I don't know that Selfie can really understand me, but I was speaking to Cole. And he said that it was Levi. And I asked him if he was sure. And he didn't He didn't think it was. He knew it was his brother. It was his voice and his feel. And the sword that we saw at the clearing, once I got close to Cole, I saw that it was Levi's short sword. So I left it with Cole and I told him to go home. So the shadow that we're following is Levi? I believe it is. <sighs> How do we? I've never hunted a shadow. I still want to help him. Yeah, if we can. We must press forward. Selby says, um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, She's Selby. getting impatient. impatient. <laughs> and and <laughs> Janessa being like very fluent in wolf communication mm. understands that, yeah, we need to just move forward. And <laughs> Janessa looks at Keela and says, Keela, you, you've helped us so much. You don't have to go in with us if you don't want to. No, we've made it this far. I'm going to see this through. This is all connected to my father somehow. And we need to find out what's going on. The amulet you had. Yes. I understand. I will be glad to be by your side as we move forward then. Before we go forward, I want you to know that I find you a dear friend. I am happy to have met you. Let us protect each other on this quest. And Janessa just puts out her arm, grasps <laughs> Keela's forearm, and nods as she moves forward. Okay, we go forward. Let's go. You take off for a while. You go down the road, and you're traveling, and you're kind of catching up to the whispers a little bit. And then... They sweep forward even more, and they just diminish. No more whispers anymore, and you 
continue forward to the north on this road. As you're running, you have to kind of go zigzag pattern, kind of left to right every now and then to dodge trees that are coming up through the stones. And you look up and you see the moon and it is full and it is coming down, shining so bright. The forest is filled with greenery, but the greenery almost looks teal from the moonlight coming in, just kind of coating everything in this bluish white light. And you continue pressing forward. You finally get to the end of the road, and the road just, it comes to a complete stop, and there's a a few more trees in front of you. You're in this now forest, and the road is completely gone. I'm going to attempt another survival check. Mm Mm-hmm. Be 15 total. 15. So you you search for a while. You get to the end of this road, and and you're kind of looking around, and it it takes you a good 10, 20 minutes. But when you press a little bit farther past the end of the road, you find a piece of soft ground where another footprint is, and it's going off away. The moonlight is just kind of reflecting everything. It just seems beautiful, and there are just glimmers of light coming off from, like, all the trees are coated in just white glimmers as the moonlight just coats everything in the cold fall night. Give me a perception check. 21. 15. 18. As Cy and Selvi are walking towards Janessa, they kind of start to kick up the sparkles on the ground. On their boots, they notice that the sparkles seem to be collecting on the toes of your boots. On my paws. On your paws. That's so sweet. Selvi's paws. Silence boots. <laughs> Selvi's actually collecting a little bit in her fur. Oh. <laughs> and uh, give me an investigation check. You two. Mystic Doog. Nine. Nine? And what was yours? Eight. Eight? Eight. Okay. Can I have some more? That's great. <laughs> Everybody at this point, give me a perception check. Fourteen. Ten. I'm not rolling that anymore. Eight. Oh my god, okay. So, you found a footprint in the soft ground. Right. There's just one, and it seems to be going north, because at this point the ground is covered in stones all around. It's starting to get a little mountainy. Does it match the footprints that we were... The very same, yes. Yeah, I called a group over, guys, quit playing around in the grass. I got a footprint over here. It's not much, but it's at least something. Selvi pees on a tree stump. <laughs> she had a little wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Silence. Just keep peeing. Pee on everything. Okay. Silence looking at like the little glimmers <laughs> and he like moves his quarter staff like through it. Does it collect on the top of his staff? It collects on the top of your staff and you take a good look at it and you suddenly realize that they are fibers of silk. <gasps> Lots of them. Silent, what are you doing? And then I just kind of point the <gasps> quarterstaff at Janessa. I'm like, take a look at this. Uh, oh, that looks like what we found around the corpses as we were coming into town. I was so busy looking for the footprints, I must have looked over it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not exactly happy about where we are right now. We need to burn it and burn it with fire. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a perception. Oh, time. shit. <laughs> Okay, there we go. That's fucking 23. Mm. 23? Just getting better and better. 13. Nat 1. I wasn't Nat supposed to one. roll that anymore. <laughs> I said I wouldn't roll it again, and uh. I did it anyway. All right, you guys are you guys are just 
looking at this these fibers on the end of the quarterstaff and Selvi just like I guess she just kind of rolls off into the into the fibers and it's like rolling around and Great I'm kind of and <laughs> it's silence just like kind of sniffing them and maybe tasting them but Janessa yeah Janessa tastes like spider butt mm, <laughs> maybe Janessa hears a loud rattle come from the trees from the east rattle. and it just sounds like um, can I do a knowledge nature? You can do a knowledge nature. 25. 25. So. You would tell that, what, what would you think this is? I was going to say, yeah, some kind of spider, but I don't know about any spiders that rattle. My other thought is a rattlesnake, and we are chasing shadow fang, so I don't know what the fuck is going Maybe on. Maybe it's their <laughs> legs move, or their pinchers. Yeah. <laughs> Do so, I at least decipher the size of said creature? It's very large. Everyone prepare. It's like a centaur spider lady with maracas. And a, a snake tail with a rattle around yes. the back. So it's in, all the in your time in the woods, Janessa, you would have come across this sound in a much smaller form. You've met snakes in the past. You've met snakes millions of times growing up in the forest. And you've heard a rattle mm-hmm. of a snake. This is not a rattle of a snake. Okay. This is the rattle of a tarantula. <gasps> Fuzzy boy. Yeah. Everyone ready with your weapons. Suddenly, you hear the rattle again, much, much louder. Okay, Selvie turns back into an elf okay. <laughs> at this okay. moment. Yeah. <laughs> You're more than free to. <laughs> Thumbs are helpful. <laughs> yeah. The sound is growing louder and louder. From the darkness, you see a massive shadow as a huge beast moves into the moonlight. Before you stands a 12-foot-tall, brown, and very hairy tarantula. The loud rattling fills your ears and shakes your core. Roll initiative. 15. 17. 18. Or 19. Yes. 19. Was there any special knowledge about tarantulas that I found with the 25 knowledge nature? (laughs) From that survival check of a 25, you would know that you've seen spiders move before and you know that these particular spiders have what is known as tremor sense. Some spiders have web sense. This one moves by vibrations from the ground. Gotcha. The rattling just fills your ears as this tarantula steps into the moonlight revealing itself and you see its many eyes gaze down upon you. Everybody give me a constitution save. Fuck. That's a two. Yeah, you can use, either use that or roll it again. I'm going to use this. 20. Oh, nice. 11. Silent, we're fucked. I know, right? So, funny you mentioned that. Silent <laughs> and Selvi are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Janessa fails, and Janessa finds her eyes getting severely irritated by little hairs getting into her eyes and burning them. You are blinded for one round. Damn. Aww. We move on to Selvi. How far away is the spider? Coming right up on you. It's probably like 25, 30 feet away right now. Can I spend a reaction to say something? Sure. Okay, I say, (laughs) ow. (laughs) (laughs) And then I say, it has tremescence. Don't move if you don't want to be seen. Okay, Selfie is going to cast Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Ice Knife. (laughs) Can we just say that again? Ice Knife. 18 
Great job. Roll your damage. So, nine. I rolled a dexterity save of 14. What's your save DC next to your spell attack bonus? Right to the right of that number. 14. 14. Saved. So it doesn't take any damage from the dexterity save. Awesome. So tell me what you do with your attack. Okay. So I cast Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Um, Yeah. So I'm trying not to move. Apparently, I don't know how much I can move or not move. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of puts your hands together and opens them apart and there's a shard of ice that grew between them and she kind of raises it up into the air and then casts it out towards the spider. Oh man, that's awesome. And it hits, does nine points of damage. Oh, and it does not like that. It takes it just directly and just, you just hear like kind of little squeals come from it as it kind of shakes its body. And then we move on to Sai. I'm not going to move. So I'm going to ready a dart and just whip it towards the eyes of this furry arachnid. Uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't good. So that's a nine. Nine. Oh, no. That does not hit. Then I'll spend a key point as a bonus action to take patient defense. Patient defense. I like the sound of that. So your dart hits off of its fang, flips off into the darkness, never to be seen again. <laughs> or maybe it will. We don't know. <laughs> My favorite dart. <laughs> Then you take defense. What does that do? Gives me the dodge action. Nice. Mm. The dodge action. You might need it. <laughs> so then we move on to Janessa. Janessa is going to first cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action, meaning any damage I do to the spider, I add a d6 to it. Awesome. I spend my move action to crouch down amongst the brush and the trees and covering myself with my green cloak, I then cast Pass Without Trace as my standard action on myself nice, and on Selvi and on Silen. So this means nice. that you now have a plus 10 bonus to your dexterity stealth check, and we can't be tracked except by magical means. So basically I cast this spell, giving us a stealthy boon. Uh, the three of uh, or. Oh, I'm sorry. Keela as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also choose Keela. I imagine everyone's within 30 feet <laughs> of me. Um, <laughs> all four of us, we, you kind of see us blend into the back, the backdrop of trees and brush a lot better. And so I, I ducked down attempting uh, a stealth with this new bonus. Sure thing. And, uh, 34. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I love this spell. Awesome. Pass without a trace. Everybody uh, gets the bonus to stealthy, and you all are hidden from the eyeballs, I guess. Yeah, if we attempt a stealth check, yes. Hell yeah, that's awesome. So next we move on to Keela, and Keela is going to race forward with her sword drawn. She's got her great sword up, and she rushes in and slashes down at the closest leg to you guys. So its leg is out. And she slashes down and she misses entirely. And she takes that movement since it was like 10 feet to get to this thing off to the side. She uh, takes the rest of it to kind of duck and roll back. And she is on her knees. She is just ready to go for her next move. It is now the spider's turn. Unfortunately for you guys, the spider came up on you because it sensed where you were. And none of you moved from that position. (laughs) So this spider is going to pounce onto Silen. 
dodge, I believe, gives me... Mm-hmm. Or gives them disadvantage on the attack. I'm glad I chose you. <laughs> or you're glad I chose you. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It goes to pounce on you, and it's been some time since you've moved, and it just comes down on top of right where you are. Its legs come over you. Its body is on the other side of you, and you were not hit even in the slightest. But it takes its arm, and it goes for a stomping mo- motion, just kind of a side swipe with one of its front legs and so it will swipe to the side and it will dun, dun, dun. 17 armor class 17 it does 10 points of damage as it oh. whacks you with its feeler knocking you to the side well hello next we go to selvi so selvi's gonna cast moonbeam it is a full moon it is a full moon <gasps> nice moon all beam. your spells have won yes <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Like Storms, <laughs> full moon. Yeah, this is so badass. I was trying to figure out how I could work spider climb into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast Moonbeam, which is a silvery beam of pale light. Shines down a five-foot radius coming from the sky. Beautiful. So I'll cast it wherever it's hitting the spider and no one else. So it must make a constitution saving throw, the creature, and then it takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or ha- half as much damage on a successful one. Nice. Nat one failed nice so nine and eight 17 17 awesome good hit there's four of you and there's a big spider in front of you i'm gonna say that i mean where are you positioned with this thing right now currently because silent just got knocked to the side basically rolling past keela so silent and keela are to the spider's left janessa is kind of in front of the spider but probably safe. Selvi, are you like... Probably we're wherever Janessa is. Yeah, because we were both tracking. Yeah, we cool. and we haven't moved at all, so... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so tell me what happens. So yeah, so Selvi saw Silen engage with it and then called down a beam of moonlight from the sky um, oh. in a 40-foot high beam of moonlight. <gasps> and it cast it down, pulled it down upon the spider, and it hit it, right? Yeah, So it hit it. Absolutely. And the sp- yeah. And yeah, failed it. its deck save. Yeah. yeah. It's 17 points of damage. Yeah. 17 points of damage. And it rears back and it just arches its back up. Its feelers are going crazy. Some of its legs are kind of going sideways and it comes back down. And now we go to Psy. <sighs> Getting up. Mm-hmm. I'll charge towards the large tarantula. <gasps> Here we go. Getting underneath it. I'll unleash a stream of attacks ac- across its uh, body. Is this like a baseball slide underneath the abdomen? <laughs> yeah. It's slide under and I stand up. It's just uppercut, uppercut, uppercut. Nice. Yes. Uppercut, uppercut, uppercut. Roll so me those attacks. First two attacks. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's going to be a 23 and a 24. Both hit. All right. Roll a 17 and an 18. Yes. Your dice like you again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Give me that damage. Six. Yes. It's going to be a 9. And a eight points of damage. Nine and an eight. First two. Another seventeen points. Another seventeen points. All right. Got still have him. one more attack, right? And mm-hmm. I'll spend a key point oh, yeah, and do a stunning strike. Oh, let's go. A fifteen DC. Fifteen uh, DC. All right. Stunning strike. Blam, blam, blam. Fifteen <laughs> dexterity. It's a nineteen. He saved. Nineteen saves. Ah. Yeah. All right. Then I'll spend a key point. And do Flurry of Blows, so that gives me two more for my bonus action. Nice. 
a 16 and a 14. All right, 16 hits. That is the monster's AC, so you're looking for a 16. Since I hit with Flurry of Blows, so that's going to be an additional 7 points of damage. Oh, beautiful. And it has to do a... Actually, I'll take a dexterity save of 15 DC, or it's knocked prone. Okay. Nat 1, knocked prone. Whoa! (laughs) Take advantage of those melee attacks. Nice. (laughs) This thing takes those blows from you, and it kind of rears up, and it flicks its arms out every which direction, and then it falls, losing its footing, and its abdomen is completely on the ground, legs outspread. It's going to take a movement next round to stand up. Next we go to Janessa. So finally I feel my eyes. Yeah, you you can start to see. You're oh, rubbing your you. eyes and you're you're kind of seeing some blurriness of the moonlight and shadows in front of you. Yeah. It's real blurry. And this thing is like wilding about and making crazy noises. Right. But now it's starting to come back and yes. you can see fine again yeah it's kind of imagining because i had ducked down under my cloak i'm like throwing water on my eyes like <laughs> in the meantime and then i stand back up i'm trying to stand in a way though that does not move my footing at all sure so i'm keeping complete yes yeah, give me a deck save for that yeah 25 yeah you do it you stand up very deliberately and without making any movements upon the surface you're standing and on. keeping that same sense of like stillness i'm uh-huh. going to fire two arrows at the tarantula that i just kind of as my vision's coming in i see Sai knock prone this tarantula it says here uh the attack roll is advantage of the attacker within five feet otherwise the attack roll is a disadvantage wow how far away is it from me? I would say you are probably a little more than five feet because yeah. Oh, yeah. the closest one to it is Silent. Or no, uh, Keela, actually. And Silent is kind of behind Keela at this point. Okay. So then I will run up next to Silent now with my eyes recovered. Mm-hmm. And how many feet away from it was I? Uh, you were probably like 15 15? Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'll make my first Kukri attack. Beautiful. Lay him down. Nice. So that's 26 to hit. Got that him. is going to be 10 points of damage with the first slash. Sexy. Love it. 24 with the second one. So that hits. That hits. And then I'm going to do five points of damage with the second one. Beautiful. And then for my final attack, 25 again. And that's going to be nine points of damage with the final one. Absolutely. Good five hits. there. And then what I'll do is I will spend my last 15 of move action to move away from the prone spider. I'm going to go behind a tree. That's awesome. If there's one within 15 feet. Yeah. Kind of trying to use my pass without trace to, to blend in. Sure thing. Give me a stealth roll. Not good, but I had 10, so that's (laughs) good. 18 total. Yeah. Well, um, that's, Plenty fine because there's plenty of trees to hide behind, and that makes cool. it a challenge for a beast this large. So then, moving on, we go to Keela. Keela was behind Silent, but Silent is now underneath the spider giving some uppercuts. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. She races forward with her great sword again, this time coming in with like a haymaker of a swipe directly overhead and coming downward. She brings her blade down and it bounces off another one of the spider's fangs and just clinks to the ground. Her blade hits the pavement below her, the rocks that you guys are standing on, and she steps back a little bit more. Her turn is over. We go to the spider. 
the spider feels silent underneath it and it just takes its feelers and it just swipes down on both of them hitting with two stomps and then coming in with a bite the first one was (laughs) holy shit a natural one and its turn is over oh yes (laughs) oh thank god it comes to get you with that first feeler and swipes down and its feeler scrapes off the rock and bounces off and up into its own Uh. chest (laughs) and it fumbles to the ground and it's prone again yes Luck. Yes. <laughs> Spider's drunk. You should get the spider drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Selby gave stuff. it something. And now it's Selby's turn. So is the spider still on top of them or he was knocked prone backwards? It came down basically because like, Silen's in a position to where he can easily step to the side mm. as this thing is falling to the ground. So it is it prone in front of Silen. Okay. Silen will have advantage on his turn. You are where Janessa was. Now Janessa is a little bit away from you behind a tree. So I'm just going to move Moon. I'm going to use my action and move Moonbeam. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm just literally going to go swoop with my hand. (laughs) Okay. So give me the damage. And then I guess I got to roll another save at disadvantage. I'm just imagining (laughs) Selvi actually saying swoop. Oh, nice. Fail. Close, and then it's 14 damage. Awesome. 14 damage. Nice. It hits the ground. Dust kind of kicks up everywhere. The moonbeam, Selvi just scoots it to the side, and it just blasts this thing again for how much? 14. 14. And that's just one action. You can choose it to be your standard or move action. So you oh. could make another attack, and it could include casting another spell as long as it's not a concentration spell. Sick. So it could be a somatic. Probably a cantrip, something similar. I was going to say, I can cast Create Bonfire on it. (gasps) Try it. Whoa. Damage. Create Bonfire on it. Like on top of it? Or like. Just like. (laughs) Right on top of it. Well, you create a bonfire on ground that you can see within range. Okay. Until the spell. Yeah, ground right by it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a five foot cube. Nice. Any creature in the bonfire space when you cast a spell must succeed in a deck nice. saving throw or take 1d8 fire damage. Awesome. Yes. All date. I saved. So that's no damage? Or is that half yeah, damage? Yeah, spell must succeed in a deck saving throw or take 1d8 fire damage. Yeah, it looks like no damage. Yeah. No if damage. It saves. Oh, okay. So so the fire kicks up underneath the spider basically oh, it also like right next to it. ignites flammable objects in its area that aren't being worn or carried. Oh, nice. Spider web. <laughs> The spider web. <laughs> so silky strings. Um, oh, God. The whole forest. The spirits are angry. Yeah. <laughs> the ancestors are so pissed at us. Selby was getting a little cocky with moonbeam. That's mm-hmm. okay. The moonbeam is there and the spider kind of gets hit and kind of wiggles away. And then like the flames come up next to that and it completely saves from the fire and scoots back a little bit against the tree, kind of hiking its butt up. <laughs> And then from there, we go to Silen. Seeing it over, I uh, take my quarterstaff off my back and give it a little spin. Uh-oh. Flourish as I charge in, ready to whack. Yes. Going to crack some elbows. I think it's all elbows. They don't have knees, right? Crack some bows. <laughs> they do not have knees. Well, they, well I guess they they're all knees. Their arms. They're legs. Yeah, they're yeah. legs. Yeah. They're all knees. <laughs> They're all knees. And tarantulas have like 10 legs, which is really <laughs> weird. 
14. That hits. 14 does not hit. Yeah, it would oh, be not 16. 16 is what you're looking for. I'll just use my regular uh, bonus action to attack. Cool. Silence, uh just not doing too well with oh, his yeah? quarterstaff. <laughs> uh, I, as I'm spinning it, I just get a little too fancy. Oh, and no. it spins out of my hands very Chris Farley style. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, no. <laughs> I go pick down it up from the ancient one. Yeah. <laughs> it clanks off a few trees. <laughs> it almost hits me. I'm like, what? so I go get my staff. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready for next time. Sure thing. This is like this thing is like kind of scooting away from this fire because the fire maybe didn't get it, but it is kind of intimidating. So it kind of moves away from that. Next we go to Janessa's Janissa. So I watched that happen. I'm still 15 feet away from it. Uh, it's no longer prone. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. And because it was scooting away from the fire. So let's let's go ahead and just charge at this thing. So I break cover. I rush out toward it. And the first thing I do is throw my first kukri. Nice. That's going to be 21 to hit. Blast it. And that's going to be eight points of damage. Nice. I'm then going to get right up next to the spider beast. Twelve. So that one misses. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to miss with the next one, but I'm going to pull out the kukri that I had struck it with as I was approaching it and threw it in. I'm going to take that one out and try and stab one last time with that one. Nice. Ah, man, it's going to be another 12. It's dodging these attacks. Mm. I'm then going to spend the rest of my move back 15 feet to the cover that I was at. End of your move. Next move, we go to Keela. Keela races forward again, trying to do everything she can. I She's just, swinging wildly at this I point. Shout, <laughs> I shout third time's a charm, Keela's <laughs> just not having... A good time. She's used to battling people, and this is not a person. (laughs) (laughs) And she hits finally. She gets one off, and she uh, she gets this thing with uh, fourteen points of damage, and that is awesome. And so we then go to the Spody Boy. The Spody Boy didn't (laughs) like that. Even a little bit, so the Spody Boy is going to pounce on top of Kila. Oh no. The spider leaps up into the air and comes down on Kila. Holy shit. <laughs> That's three points of damage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a different end of holy shit. I know, I thought it was like two sixes, and here we go. We did the oh, same I thing wish. when you rolled a one. You were like, I'm like oh no, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's awful. <laughs> I was wanting to hurt her. Okay, so <laughs> comes down, pouncing on her, and then takes a big sweep with that front leg and comes down again with another blast and connects hard with Keela, knocking her. This one is going to do nine points of damage to her, and she goes hurtling back and smashes against a tree falling down to the ground. Next, we go to Selby. All right, where's everyone at? <laughs> yeah, What's so the- Keela just got smashed against a tree pretty much across the road to your left if mm-hmm. you're facing the spider. Okay. Janessa is kind of over in that same direction mm-hmm. because she's hiding behind a tree. Mm-hmm. Silen is 
pretty close to the spider. About five or ten feet because I yeah. dropped my staff and I had to go pick it up. So, yeah. You're either super badass or a complete clown. <laughs> he's not afraid, at least not yet. Right? But would you say I'm like, he's like 15 feet from me? The spider? No, Silent. Silent? Yeah. Silent is definitely 15 feet okay. from you. So I could cast Thunder Wave. Sure. And not hit anybody. Yeah. So you yeah. must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. Is it a, like a line or like a... Yeah, it's can... a 15-foot cube originating from me. Nice. Directed towards the spider. Okay, cool. And so you can hit the spider and silence like a little bit off yeah. to the side. Uh, just enough distance, barely. I just watch a way. ripple in the air past me. <laughs> <laughs> um, constitution saving throw. Beautiful. And the constitution saving throw, if I was going to make it, I rolled an eight. I probably didn't. 14. Yeah, still. 14. 14. What's the damage? Cool. Where's the D8? It's the best of all the die. I know. Well, I'm casting at third level. So I'm oh, shit. So Snap. it's 3d8, right? Oh, so it's 4d8. Uh -huh. 4d8. It's 21 damage. 21 all damage. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pushed back 10 feet. Yeah. And it's pushed back and 10 yeah. feet into, away from both you and Silent. Into where you've moved your moonbeam? Oh, can I move it again? Was that a concentration thing? It is or? Not. It's an instantaneous spell. Ooh, yeah. then yes, it can go back into that okay. moonbeam. Okay. <laughs> I put my hands out in front of me. I draw this 15-foot kind of radiating thunderous boom noise, and I cast it towards the spider. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear the audible like reverberations for hundreds of feet out. Yes. Um, and then I just kind of go, shoop. Shoop. And, and move the moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you blast this spider for 21 points of damage, and then you blast it, and it rears back, flipping kind of barrel roll style into this giant moonbeam. Give yes. me some damage for the moonbeam. So five. Oh, wait, four. Sorry. Yeah, four. So this thing rears back and it edges just into the moonbeam and it takes four points of damage and then it shrieks and then comes back down and it's looking vicious at Selvi. And now it is Silen's turn. Pick up my staff, mm -hmm. feeling just a bit more humbled. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I have to keep learning this lesson again and again. Totally. <sighs> Stating myself and I... Uh, Choke up on it just a little bit to get a bit of leverage and charge towards the spider. Awesome. Give me some damage. Two sixteens. Two sixteens. Those both, both hit. hit. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Four and eight points of damage. Four and eight. Nice. All right. And for the first hit, I will spend a key point for a stunning strike. Cool. I'll roll my bullshit. DC 15, what do I add? Constitution. Uh, Constitution? Okay. I failed. Or, sweet. You are stunned. Yeah. Stunned. Holy <laughs> shit. And then I'll spend one more point for Flurry of Blows. Oh, dang. Nice. Is that all your stunned. key points? No, I have one left. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, since you're stunned, this will be... Yep. 17 on the first. Hit. And a nat 20 on the second. Hit with a crit. Whoa! Hit crit, hit crit. <laughs> so on the first, since I hit with a flurry of blows, uh -huh. you have to succeed in a 
a strength uh, DC of 15 or be pushed 15 feet. Saves. Saves. All right. Um, creature automatically fails strength and deck saving throws. Oh. Stunned. <gasps> oh. Forgot. Failed. So I'm going to go ahead and use that to push you the rest of the way into the moonbeam. Blam. Blam, 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 blam. All right. Scoot his boot. Some oh, damage. shit. <laughs> Stubby's like, you're welcome. <laughs> God damn. So the first... I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Nine points of damage <sighs> for the crit. Eleven points for the crit. And then the moonbeam. It's still a Auto constitution f- save. Yeah. Nice. Constitution save. Let me roll it, baby. Save. Oh, okay. Okay. It's half. Well, then it's, it's half, half damage. 13, so six. six. You definitely made up for your last <laughs> worked out well, right? Your last attack. Beautiful. This thing is looking awful. You come up and you deliver a few blows, one of them just like cracking its exoskeleton pretty severely, and then you push it back into the moonbeam, and it just shrieks loud, loud, loud. It just writhes, and this beam is almost like singeing the hairs off of its back as it's coming down, and it is looking bad. Next, we move to Janessa. Janessa was with her back to this tree with her kukris crossed at her chest, dripping the the blood of this creature. Her eyes closed. She refocuses and steps her cloak flowing behind her, and she just runs passing by Silen, passing by Selvi and Kila, and she just leaps down, bringing both Kukris down onto <gasps> this creature. <gasps> Kukuis. Kukui. That's going to be 18 for both of those. Both hit. And that's going to be 15 points of damage with both Kukris. Just literally, like, rushing and leaping up and bringing both into the... You bring it down into what? You didn't do it's the top of its head or something? Shit, like Shit, what's the what's the back part of it? The butthole. Thorax. Yeah, thorax. thorax. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I'm bringing both of those into the thorax as it's trying to scurry away from the moonbeam. Oh, you just come down into it, just stabbing it. There's goo going everywhere. I'm literally like, I'm ripping down toward it. Oh, me. and there's this yellowish green goo just starting to pour <laughs> from the open slice and coming out. And it, it just shrieking just so loud this this monster thought it was going to find an easy food target and <laughs> it has met some kind of match but it is still up what? I have one last kukri uh oh oh wait it's stunned oh it's stunned. so I have a double yeah. you have advantage that's right <laughs> fuck I rolled a six twice oh no <laughs> six plus seven yeah, six plus seven is 13 out of nine oh, that's so not it enough. escapes the last yeah blow. And it's, I had ripped down and I brought up my next one to attack and beautiful it's back legs are kind of going limp and it's front legs are kind of like <gasps> raking it forward oh creepy as it's that's trying true. to get away from all this pain <laughs> <laughs> Keela is out cold so the next is Spody's move. And so this oh. spider hasn't much left, but with, with Janessa dealing that still blow. still stunned until the it's end still of stunned turn. Until his turn. <laughs> Motherfucker! It's incapacitated. <laughs> <laughs> so the spider can't do anything, and now it's Selby's turn. Yep. <laughs> Fuck! And I just scream at Selby, 
Finish it! <laughs> God! <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill you. Now you know how I feel, man. <laughs> Every time. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I've even thrown dragons at you guys. I gotta start beefing up my monsters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna take out my short bow. And I'm, is it, is back to me? Right now, so it's crawling kinda, away. It's kind of crawling away yeah. from the moonbeam and the bonfire, mm-hmm. and it's it's like really trying and like away from Janessa. So it's kind of crossing the road a bit diagonally between Janessa and you. Okay, Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. <laughs> Durgan so Alley. I'm pretty sure Durgan the bonfire Alley. is gone because I think that's in. There. What does he do? He, he blows um, the, the powder down. He's like Durgan Alley. Durgan Alley. <laughs> no, Shit. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. No. Do I do I roll d twenty? Yep, D20 okay. twice. D20 twice, I take advantage. You doing a bow attack? Yes. Yep, advantage. 13, yes. so 19. Yes. 19! Yes. Let's go! Ugh, 19 hits. Wreck this thing. This thing is looking bad, but yes. I'm really hoping she can do it. I don't know if she One, can. Two, three, four. So it's four. Four points of damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's still up. You still have moving, <laughs> though. Oh, oh yeah. true. Move your move on. Move yeah. on over. With your move action. Okay, so yeah, I think it just like that. Don't do the victory <laughs> dance quite yet. Yeah, don't jinx me. Don't tempt fate. Don't open the champagne bottle. Come on. Okay, so I take my short bow. We have champagne. I aim it towards the butt part. That thorax. Yeah. Right at the butthole. The, the butthole that Janessa is. <laughs> right That's in like the web spinner. right now. <laughs> I aim it toward Spooging that, butthole. and then right after I let the arrow go, I go. Phew, and move the moonbeam again. Swoop. 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 So I take a save. Yeah. No save there. No save. 2d10. Oh, sweet. 10 damage. 10 damage. All right. Let's go. The moonbeam sweeps into this monster swiftly. What happens as you kill it? Yes! <laughs> Woo! So, 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 Do I hit it with my arrow? She's like, not today. You hit it with your arrow, <laughs> you doing damage, it. and then you killed it with the moonbeam. Okay. What happened? So the arrow hits its its bluegy butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And it kind of like twitches, right? Because uh-huh. it already has been hit there. Oh yeah. And then I, sw- I swoosh the moonbeam over, and it just like makes a sizzling sound. And it just kind of like seizures up, and then it just you see like a little little smoke come up off of it. It stops moving. Oh, it's just like a little cloud of yeah. It's like curly s- smoke as it goes, <laughs> and then it just collapses. And this thing shrieks loud, and it echoes through every tree, bouncing off, and just the whole land seems to vibrate with its shriek, and then it silences and falls to the ground. For the rest of you, you stay in those trees. You stay in them damn trees. And then we go to the bonfire. We have marshmallows. Yeah. And then I'm you almost go out of key. Roast, roast spider legs. Spider legs. Spider yeah. Legs. It's land crabs. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Oh, man. Selby, that was amazing. Mm. Oh, thank You've you really Janessa. stepped it up. Yeah. Thank that you. was awesome. Who has butter? But Oh. <laughs> Well, it's got butt splooge. Yeah, it's got, yeah. Butt, it's got some butter splooge. Not the butt or. <laughs> oh, Keela, you okay? And she's <laughs> silent. She's not saying anything. She's um, I go over to her and cast Cure Wounds. Quickly, the breath of life. 
Right. And that gives her nine points of HP. Nine points of HP. And I- she's she's not below zero or anything, but she just got conked out mm. and just oh. she's she's good. So you can keep that spell and oh, okay. you just kinda nudge her and I thought like, she hey, was what's up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keela, Keela, wake up. And I kinda pat her cheek. Uh, her butt cheek. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh. And she gets up and she gets up and she picks up her sword real quick and she's like, where is it? Gila, where is it? It's okay. Selvi took care of it. Uh, Selvi? Yeah, it's it's um, boom roasted. Oh. <laughs> I walk over and I hand her some figs. Oh. This will make you feel better. Uh, thank, thank you. Um, You were brave. Wow. Sugar <laughs> sugar will pick you up. You'll be fine. Uh, okay. Here's some walnuts. You need the protein. She bites into a fig <laughs> and she just goes to town on some figs and yeah. stuff. So so you guys are kind of collecting yourself. You're getting back yeah. together. You're regrouping. You're going over the tail Is of this giant beast. injured? I am a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He got swiped. Yeah. Swipe or no swiping. Keela got swiped. She's kind of feeling a little weird. You guys kind of come together and you're all discussing what just happened. You're you're going crazy and then just give me a perception check. 16. 16? 25. Oh, 25. Ooh. Ooh. Selfie's night. I've been 21. really good on perception checks this whole time. <laughs> 21. 21. Oh my God. So you all look down and the ground seems to be moving. No. Uh, how many bonfires can you make? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, you got that twelve percent still? Can we <laughs> just? Uh, Selvi, yes. Is there something about the bonfire that, like, the smoke coming off is giving us some <laughs> visions? I didn't put like anything in the bonfire. Okay. No. Does everyone else feel the ground moving right I now? I think yeah. this was a she. So if there's an egg sack somewhere. So you don't feel the ground moving, but you see the ground moving. Mm. Uh, ready your weapons again. I climb on top of the spider carcass to like not be on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just holding my staff up almost like a, a super large baseball bat. The fact that you're standing on the carcass of a spider to escape the ground moving, yeah. like, doesn't mean it means we're not in a good. Position. I also like no. to imagine that its butt legs blue just still like undulating out from it. Oh, every time oh, you step kind of on like, it, yeah, it splits out bleh, a little bit bleh. onto Kila. It's coming out, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. So as Janessa, long as it's not Selvi again. Yeah. Janessa slices this thing open and you all get a closer look and you see thousands upon thousands of tiny spiders all over the ground around the body of the gigantic Janessa? tarantula. Fuck Dang. That. How tiny are they? You know what my mom did? She got a vacuum. She yeah. Vacuum them up, threw oh. the vacuum out of the house. So they're like the size of maybe half of your palm? Nope. So That's go big. ahead and pull out your vacuum. <laughs> yeah, you can cast summon vacuum cleaner. I'll say I, I have druid craft. Is that run? Yeah, druid craft. Yeah, we need to <laughs> summon a vacuum, guys. Footprints that way. Let's go. Just starts booking it. Like you see, All right. so you see, Cy running. I'm just acid elbows, just gone. Oh man, you were standing on the spider, making them come out fast. Yeah. So Keela's like stomping a bunch of these things, and no. she bolts off as well. And so you guys are kind of like squishing several as you like take steps, yeah. heading off Ugh. to the north. And 
you just look behind you. You look behind you and you just see just this moonlit figure and just the ground is just black and just scrambling around next to it. Just a reminder, we're not taking this way home. Yeah, no way. We are finding a different way. And you guys head north. So keep on heading north. Are you guys going to stop for anything or you just book in, in one direction? No, yeah. It is like... I mean, we've we've been trying to follow this person, we've and we're wasted. already wasting time. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. we need to get Levi. <laughs> came upon me rather quickly. I was stricken. He <laughs> did just oh. pound two fizzy waters. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. We're looking for Levi, mm-hmm. and so my survival check had gotten us one footprint, but since we continue in that direction, we're not seeing any more footprints on the stones? No more on the stones. You're not seeing anything. In fact, the stones actually quit. There's no more stones heading northward. The road has finished entirely, and you can tell that there's even a place where someone who built the road intentionally put a kind of like ending stone at the end to where the road is just finished. This must be where the farmland started to pick up. Mm-hmm. Now it's overgrown. And you guys just come to forest. All it is is forest now. In fact, you look to the left and you look to the right and you see remnants of an old barrier that used to be there. Oh. That is still there and it's like grown up. It's covered in moss and like different shrubs and stuff. But it's clearly a barrier that runs through yeah. the forest and around and then makes its way eventually back south. We got to keep heading in the direction of the footprints though. That's That's what we're tracking. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we can find maybe a impression in the mud or soft earth. I hope so. Unless Levi was transformed into that spider that we just killed. I hope not. Levi! <laughs> <laughs> Levi, I'm super sorry if you were turned into a mom spider. <laughs> a Wouldn't it suck spider. to just be reincarnated into something pregnant? Oh, that would yeah. be what a gift to be with the ancestors. <laughs> Turn into a pregnant spider and get immediately killed. You're like, oh. Painfully and drawn out. It, it launched out at us because it was like, friends. I'm so tired. I'm so hungry. Take me back to home. Yeah. What's moving in my belly? Might not be a bad scenario. You get reincarnated as this beast and then you immediately get reincarnated again. Oh, yeah. As a million spiders. Yeah, as, as one of the many spiders. tiny ones. Well, most of them don't survive. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Thank God. Most of them, yeah, they uh, they get the plague. Thank yeah. goodness, Mother Nature. Well, I've seen what's it? If every Charlotte's spider Web. survived, oh, that's right. Jeez. Charlotte's Web. That was a sad part. Yeah, I've seen them sailing on spider parachutes. Oh, whatever, whatever, silent. <laughs> seen things flying I'm sure around. you've seen <laughs> Were they floating next to yeah. a giant parsnip? Right. Hey, what There's a floating cloak that we all saw, yeah, holding a short that. sword. Mm. He's got a point there. Maybe it was an ancestor holding that parsnip. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, maybe it was. Okay. Okay. We don't okay. have time to postulate. <laughs> Saying some cool things. So, <laughs> you guys are making your way northward. The moon is coming through the treetops, and it is lighting up just kind of parts of the ground, and you're seeing... Uh, just everything's like shadowy and you're in a dense forest and there's just shrubs everywhere, but you're, you're making your way northward. Go ahead and give me perception checks. Seven. Mm. 14. Mm. 22. Dang. Nice. There we go. That's what we're looking for. So you guys are making your way. The three of you are up front and, and Keela is bringing up the back and Selvi, you see a flicker of light as it appears in front of you as a very small orb of white light 
loops through the air, passing in front of your face. It loops a few more times as it begins floating away from you and toward the north even farther through the trees. It's a tiny light, and it's about the size of your thumbnail Mm -hmm. as it just kind of like loops around like a roller coaster and just kind of wisps through the trees heading northward. Is it a little will-o'-the-wisp? So I guess it's heading north where we're already going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, you're like running by, and as you like kind of in the corner of your eye, you see it kind of just loop forward and kind of head northward okay. as you guys continue. So, northward. no one else see it. So, I'm like, hey, um, I think we should keep going north. And everyone's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're going. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> and you guys continue forward north, and uh, the farther you go, the orbs of light seem to be getting bigger, as more seem to appear. And you guys are heading northward, and as each tree you pass, it seems like uncovers another orb. Do we all see them now? You're all starting to see them. And they're all kind of starting to fleck the night of the shadowy forest, as there's plenty of them in the forest, and they're all making their way northward. It almost looks as if snow is like frozen in midair and is starting to just kind of gradually move northward. Can I do a knowledge nature? Sure. I don't like this force. I know. Uh, That's 20 total. So these are lights. (laughs) And like there's... It's nothing of the natural world. They're not no, like this is little fairies. That's what this I'm is trying not to get natural, at. and guys, this just seems like something else. We are in a different realm. It seems this I, is not of the natural world. I don't oh like no. it. Are we ancestors? Oh, we've become ancestors now. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> that's amazing. We have to keep pressing forward, though. Yeah. And you keep pressing forward as you're saying that, and you're starting to hear the whispers again. Can we- Levi! You can- hear nothing but whispers. Can I do like a, um, what, like an insight or something to see if I can hear what one of them is saying? Are yeah, they speaking that'd be a, Sylvan? That'd be a perception I, check. So I give me a perception Sylvan. check to see what they're perception. saying. Uh, 16 total. I got 15. 25. This language you're hearing, it... It doesn't sound like any kind of sylvan or anything, but it sounds similar to some of the words Bartolm was kind of proclaiming mm-hmm. when he was like translating, like this word means this and this word means this. You, you couldn't elves. catch what those words meant exactly, like but in, you understand that that's the same language. An ancient rhetoric of yeah, sorts. Yeah, mm-hmm. very ancient rhetoric. I take a second and I yell out for Tomlin. Sure. sure. You yell out for Tomlin and you're just you get nothing back. Maggie? (laughs) You yell out for Maggie, and you hear Maggie come back to you, but it's your voice, and it's coming from a tree. (laughs) (laughs) And it reverberated off of the tree. It's coming from a tree? You're like, trees? great. (laughs) Uh, Moon? Janessa flips off that tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. And And it reverberates back at you. It reverberates back at you. It flips you off. A branch. (laughs) The lights form into a middle (laughs) finger, float in front of my face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys press forward and press forward and finally you get to a point and this happens ahead of you you now begin to see a lot more light up ahead as the plentiful orbs are pulling in closer together and dancing through the trees a very low hum begins vibrating all around you there is a massive dull light up ahead and as you pass around a collection of trees you see a clearing 
In the middle of the clearing, on top of a small grassy hill, the orbs seemed to be collecting under the boughs of a humongous tree with slender, red, and pointy leaves. Now the whispers are all around you. Many sound very breathy, and they pass through the trees as you go. The bluish-white orbs tumble through the air playfully as they circle around the trunk of this great tree as you watch from the tree line. You see balls of light form together in a large sphere as it raises into the sky, higher above the tree, until it lines up with the full moon overhead. The whispers grow louder and louder. A flash pulses from the large white sphere covering the moon. In an instant, many streaks of white light begin shooting down toward the clearing. Just as they are spread out in different spots all over the hill, they all stop six feet off the ground. Like water, the white lights begin trickling down, forming the white transparent outlines of bodies. First, there are many heads, then torsos, arms. Legs begin to shape until the feet finish their appearance. A minute passes and the transparent bodies solidify. And before you stands 10 elves, all wearing various different styles of clothing from different periods throughout the centuries. In the very middle, on top of the hill, closest to the giant tree, you see Levi standing in front of a tall elf with long silver and gray hair. The tall elf steps away from Levi and towards the tree. He says a few words in ancient, unrecognizable language, and a spot on the trunk of the tree begins to pulse with a white glow, almost like a heartbeat. He reaches his hand toward the glow until his hand passes through the bark of the tree with light pouring all around his wrist. Once inside, he begins retreating his hand from the tree until he pulls it free, revealing in his grasp what looks to be a white dagger with a single white crystal where the blade meets the handle. You recognize this as the very blade from the image in Bartom's ancient book, The Shadow's Fang. He takes it and cuts a single small slice on Levi's forehead. Levi's body illuminates white with flicks of blue and then dims. He pauses for a moment and he looks in your direction. Come forward. Make yourselves known. I march forward towards the tree. Janessa approaches the tree, keeping her cloak back and her hand close to her hilts of her kukris. She says, I am Janessa, a huntress of these forests. You, I believe, are Tomlin. We ask only for the dagger and the return of Levi to his family. These are my friends. Go, go ahead, introduce yourselves. <laughs> Selfie just looks in her bag of local floor and goes, did I take some of this? <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, Hi, I'm Selvie. Um, I uh, what Janessa said. Yeah. I'm Silence Alucar of the Sandalwood Tribe. And Keela steps forward, and uh, I'm Keela. I, and she just falls silent. We are fond of Levi. We wish his return to his family. He looks at you all for a moment, and you think you know me? Am I wrong? Are you not Tomlin? I am not Tomlin. And forgive my ignorance. You said you seek this blade. Yes. Bartom, on behalf of Chiefess Lunessa, sent us on a quest to retrieve this dagger. I am aware of Bartom. Very interesting. You want this blade. But I have been given the duty of protecting it, along with my clan. 
By whom? By the spirits. Okay, the ancestors, perhaps? The ancestors of which you speak stand before you. So what, I'm, so, I'm sorry, what is your name? My name is of little importance to you. That's a very long name. <laughs> and I cannot give you this blade, for it is not yours to wield. Silent just kind of rubs his forehead. Okay, so how can we attain this blade? What are your intentions? Gila wanted it. We, we really were sent to retrieve keep, this blade. Yes, we want to keep people safe um, and just, you know, hold on to it, keep it safe. Yeah, what what you're doing the, to this town, you're stealing from them. Hold, hold on. Don't, Janessa. The, don't be, you need to come. Would you like some berries? I'm good. Janessa. I don't want to go down that road again. I think maybe I'll give you some downers. I think I would rather take this spider babies than (laughs) your floral. Okay, I know. Well, you've been through a lot tonight, and just you know, Janessa, I um, I understand and I empathize with you, but this town's ritual clearly is real. Their ancestors are before us. If there was some falsehood here as to how they protect or what they do, I would stand with you. But evidently there is something going on here beyond our knowledge. And we both watched Levi participate of his own will. Step closer. There's ten people up on this hill. The silver and gray-haired man Mm -hmm. is in the middle with Levi. Mm -hmm. And then there's eight around them. Oh, okay. Come and speak. And you guys make your way up the hill closer. And he says... I understand your concern. You're here because of the boy. But as you can see, the boy is fine. Is he, though? What of his family back in Varna? These are actions we must take to continue our stride toward protecting this blade. For we are the hidden, and we are the protectors of the Shadow's Fang. Seems fitting. The first thing we knew of Levi was the desire to be more than a farmer. He wanted to be a warrior. Keela, you invited us on this journey. Is is this what you want of the blade to be used to steal people from this town? I do not, but the blade isn't mine. This has surpassed anything I could have ever imagined it to be, and we still have very little answers. Do you wish to ask of your father to these people? Since the map was handed down to you? I don't know. My father gave me this map that led us to this town. And now, in turn, led us to you. What business did my father have in guiding me to your blade? And the man looks stern with his eyes and he says, Many seek this blade. Many seek the power it wields. But time will tell what this blade is meant for. And I cannot give it to you. And just as he says that, the spot on the tree lights up again, white, and it hums really loud. And he turns his head as if listening. And he says, I understand. And he looks a little confused, but he says, apparently, you are supposed to get this blade. There are things in motion that I cannot stop now. Are you still able to protect this town without the blade? We can do many things, and I don't fully understand this, but apparently this blade was meant for the lot of you. A shuffling comes from the tree line, followed by a loud sound of an explosion. 
The silver-haired elf looks down at his chest as blood begins to stain the front of his robe. A look of shock on his face turns to an extreme wince of pain as he backs up and falls against the large tree, sliding to the ground. From the tree line, eight men step into the clearing, followed by a very tall, muscular elf wearing a dark cloak and three-pointed hat. He is swinging a short metal tube that appears to be smoking from the end, and he tucks it into his belt. Bring me the blade. Everybody, take a wisdom save. Uh, I think this is my third or fourth nat one. 24. (laughs) 24. Nice. 19. 19. (laughs) So glad we're in the forest still, (laughs) and that I picked it as my favorite terrain. (laughs) Yeah. The eight men step forward. Some of them reach their hand out with a fist. Silen and Keela restrain their arms, and they're all held with four other of the Ancient Ones. They're all constricted. Next, a few other pirates raise crossbows and fire at the rest of you. The first one goes at Janessa and hits with a 18. That does hit. Three damage. Okay. But then you have to make me a will save. The second bolt from the crossbow goes at Caraselvi and completely misses. <laughs> Fifteen. Beautiful. You start to feel a little bit woozy. Oh, shit. So you're kind of wobbling. Silent is completely constricted. So is Keela. Keela actually starts to kind of violently try to hop a little bit, but it's no use. She falls down. The four that were affected by the spell, the ancient ones, they fall down. Levi is one of them. There are six of the Ancient Ones remaining. Selvi and Janessa are still standing. I'm going to target the ones that put out their fists to hold my friends. How far away is the giant tree? The giant tree is pretty much right next to you, like 10 feet away. The trunk is. I'm going to take cover behind the tree. Okay, so you kind of like wobbly kind of start making your way over to the tree and get behind it. How far are they from us? They are coming up the hill. They're a good 25 feet away from you now. So what did you just do? I'm sorry. I was going to try to shoot arrows from that cover. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so you do like an a, like a action move? Are we on higher ground? You are on yeah. higher ground. So that, that gives us advantage, right? It does. Yeah. A 12 with the first attack. Er. Nice. 12 misses. Ah. So I shoot another arrow at the same one. Mm-hmm. And that will be 22. 22 hits. Okay. Great. Give me the damage. Eight. He uh, takes the arrow in the shoulder and he kind of just like stumbles back a little bit, but he breaks it off and he, he pulls out something and starts attending to it. One of the people who are bound, one of the ancient ones, kind of breaks free nice. and starts moving around a little bit. Selvi, what are you doing? How far are they? Like, what's the range that they're all in with each other? So they're in a line, and they're all around, so mm-hmm. they're not all in one area, but yeah. basically, from left to right, they probably take up 110 feet. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So they're really spread out. Yeah. They're really spread out, but they're all coming in to the same spot. Are they getting closer as they walk? They're getting closer as they walk, and cool. Brim is right behind them, and he is pulling out his sword. <sighs> mm. <laughs> Ancestors protect us. <laughs> Ancestors protect us. May they protect you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to follow Janessa back a little bit. And sure. then I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. And I'm going to direct it towards Brim. 
towards nice. Brim. So cool. It's like him and whoever 15 feet around him. Sure. What kind of save does he make? Constitution. Const. Each each person within that range makes a constitution saving throw. So he's kind of back a little bit and he's got maybe two guys in front of him. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so the first guy fails and gets knocked away. How much does he get pushed back? Like 10 feet? 10 feet. And two he takes D8. 2 D8. 2 Th- D8? Thunder damage. Nice. 2 D8. Give me that damage. Give him the D. Yes. Was that an eight? Yeah, it, it was. was an eight. Ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. So ten points of damage. He gets blasted in the chest, but he kind of scoots back, and he gets blown back ten feet, and he steps backwards, but he regains his balance. He's behind Brim now and advancing. And the other guy, the other guy saves. So then he takes half damage. All right, so half damage, and he doesn't move. He pauses for a real brief moment and then continues forward. Mm-hmm. So they fire another arrow at Caraselvi. Are what you about, behind the tree? Didn't what I a- hit Brim too? Oh, yeah, you did hit Brim. Brim. That's right. I forgot about that. Nice. He did not save, so that's... 10 points of damage. Push back 10 feet. Nice. Push back 10. And any unsecured objects. So if they have any loose items around them, um, (laughs) it also gets pushed back. (laughs) Awesome. His coffee cup (laughs) goes flying in the air. set down a beer can. His hat flies backwards. (laughs) 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 He's balding underneath. I bet. Did you get completely behind the tree, or what happened? Yeah, I followed Janessa. Is Janessa behind the tree? Yep, we took cover. Yeah. Okay, so you're... You're taking cover, so they're going to shoot with disadvantage. They miss entirely. They do get silent, and they do get Kila. Yeah, I'm like stuck in place. Yeah. Silent, you start to feel woozy. You look over at Kila, and she's like really starting to wobble as she's like trying to move, but she's like getting a little closer. Go ahead and give me another constitution save, Janessa. 16 this time. 16. All right. You're still up and you're still doing really I'm well. I'm glad I'm rolling well because I had zero <laughs> to my constitution. Yeah, totally. So How much uh, silent take? On the crossbow, you took oh three damage. And then you start to feel woozy. The ancient ones, they all gather together, the ones that are still up. And they are. there's about six of them. And they all kind of sweep their hands forward in a sweeping motion. And flames emit up from the bottom of the hill in front of the pirates, separating you guys from the pirates. But they continue pressing forward. It's kind of hot. They're kind of pressing back and they're kind of pulling back to get away from the flames. But some of them leap through, taking the damage. Dang. So they're singeing and some of them are kind of putting out their flames, but they are determined and they are coming forward. They miss Kara Selvi and they got the rest of you. Janessa, what are you doing? I'm going to look at Selvi and be like, Selvi. Yes. It's been a lot of fun getting to know you. You too, Janessa. If we don't make it out of this, I'm glad I was standing by your side. Oh, Janessa, I agree. I, and I loved hearing you play the violin. You know, I play the bird pipe, so if we do make it out of here, we should play together. We really should. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm going to fuck these guys up with a pumpkin bomb. Okay, and Selvi like rubs her back. <laughs> As Janessa's rubbing the pumpkin bomb <laughs> to just heave down the hill. Mm-hmm. Probably toward the same concentration as Selvi's, the two guys she was going for. Or whoever has come out, if there's a collection of them close to each other. Yeah. Yep. I'm just going to heave it. I want to get Brim, but I don't think he's come through the fire yet. 
Yeah, go through it. You can't see Brim yet. He's still on the other side of the flames. Figured. But yeah, you can you could toss a bomb at. Oh, what are you going like left side? Maybe the middle. Maybe the right. Middle. Middle. Okay. You chuck the middle and go ahead and give me a roll for like just to get it in range of sure. somebody who's so a dexterity. Mm-hmm. Nice right. twenty four. Okay, that definitely gets in range, and that is a DC thirteen deck save. And they save. They get kind of the the back end of the blast. A green light erupts from the pumpkin as it impacts onto the spot where Janessa has thrown it. From the middle of it, a black smoke spreads out across the mountainside, making kind of a screen far away from you as these men are advancing forward. Nice. They keep coming forward, though. They don't take hardly any damage, and some of the pirates continue firing crossbows, hitting the six ancient ones. Four more of them go down. There's two ancient ones left. The rest are all unconscious at this point. I did want to use my move action, though. Depending on how close Silen is, I did kind of want to rush out and grab him to bring him back to cover with us. Yeah. Give me a roll. Let's see what you can do. Uh, what kind of roll? So to do that, we're going to have to need, and you're going to have to take disadvantage with the poison. Okay. A dex to get over there and around all the bodies, and then a strength to get him back. Yeah, I got a nine for the deck save. Okay. 21 to strength. So you get over to him, and like it wins you. That dex roll wasn't good enough to get there nimbly. Okay. And you grab him, and you start yanking him, but it's just a slow process. You're, so, you've got the strength to get him moving, but it's it's not I, happening quickly. Can I at least get him fireman style, like, onto my shoulder? You can. So that he's not taking any more damage? Yeah, and he is on your shoulder, and your knees are shaking, and you're trying to get him, I guess, back to the tree <sighs> back trunk. Back to cover. Yeah. yeah. As that happens, there's another shot of a crossbow coming your way. <laughs> this one misses. The bolt goes goes right yes. by your torso and into the tree and you keep pressing oh, forward. Fuck. Yes. This is so intense. This but, is like <laughs> band of brother <laughs> shit right here. No man's land. Yeah. Selvi, what are you doing? So how many people are past the firewall? At this point, now that Janessa has picked up Silent and started carrying him back to the tree trunk, mm-hmm. there have been six of the bandits are starting to advance past the flames and up the hill. How far away from us are they now? They're they're right up on you at this point. They're oh, getting really? they're getting closer to the tree. Some of them are even starting to run. They're all smiling menacingly because they know they have you. There's nowhere to run, yeah. and they just don't see you guys getting out of this at all. And they're back with me by the tree. We've made it back. You haven't made it back yet, so they're on their way. Yeah. They're they're maybe fifteen feet away from you, Selvi, oh, okay. as you're behind the tree trunk. Oh. But they're getting there. And I'm just screaming, I've got you, Silent. I've got you. <laughs> I'm just restraining them like <laughs> And Keela flops to the ground. <laughs> it just kinda wiggles. One at a time. I'm sorry, okay. Keela. So I guess I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Cast that Moonbeam. Let's see it. What do you What do you and want to put it at? I'm gonna aim it towards whichever bandit has I hit earlier. Sure. Is yeah. Through, or pirate. The one directly in front of Brim. Sure. Yeah, I'll cast it on him. And he's coming right at you. So go ahead and uh, we make I guess a Constitution saving throw. Failure. Failure. Two D ten. Two D ten. Blast. And this, if this is not his true form, <laughs> <laughs> he better change back. He better turn into a 
freaking squid spiders of the. <laughs> a three. A three. Yeah. Nice. Wait, from both of them. I got a zero. That's ten. Oh, oh. there is no zero. Yeah, a there's 13. no zero. I know it says two zeros, but that's yeah. A thirteen. Yeah. Good catch, and because I saw her roll the three on the second one, I was like, uh. <laughs> she can't add any more. I guess. Nice. That one gets blasted by a beam of moonlight and falls to his knees. <gasps> yes. Yeah, bitch. He's not. He's not down, but he is on his knees, and he has taken severe damage. We'll take it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point. We're fucked. As as you've reached around, another bolt comes your way. This one hits. This Sorry. one gets you with four points of damage and give me a constitution save. Ooh. On Selvi? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Even though she's behind cover? Yeah. Well, I maybe poke oh, my head out yeah, to cast true. It was at disadvantage, and the first one was 17. The second one was 16. Surprising. <laughs> Sorry, Selvi. Um, I tried. 15. So 15, you start feeling woozy. You're still up too. You and Janessa are still up. Janessa's making her way over to the tree trunk. Was it four damage? Sorry. Yeah, four damage. They have now completely overtaken all the ancient ones. The final two remaining ancient ones get bolts to the shoulder and one to the thigh. They both start to wiggle and wobble, and then they fall to the ground on the hill. At this point, Silen's unconscious. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm going to toss toss the dwarf, (laughs) toss his unconscious body as far behind the tree as possible to try to get Keela. Sure. And then you turn around, and you start making your way towards Keela? Yeah. Okay. Deck save. The pirates are on you now. What if I move up, attack him first, and then move to... Tequila. Go for it. Okay. It's a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> you just fall over one of the bodies. You're so wobbly and woozy. That, like, poison or whatever. That poison's in I your I literally, system. like, draw my kukri, and I'm, like, walking up to him, stomping the ground slowly, and then just fall to one knee, and then just fall over and you're still awake and your eyes are wide open but he's looking down at you with a smile because he knows that they have won this one am i the only one up selvi's the only one up and you're starting to get woozy as well brim finally makes his way away from the flames completely hopping through them taking some of the damage it singes his boots a little bit and the phrase of his cloak and he just kind of whips his cloak and puts them out as he continues to press forward. He gets up to you, and he smiles at all of you. He looks down at the silver-haired elf with the blade still in his hand, and he reaches down and takes it from him. He picks it up and looks at it. From the shadowy branches of a great tree, the great tree in front of you, a figure leaps down onto Brim, stabbing him in the shoulder and grabbing the blade simultaneously. Pink light begins spewing from the wound, and Brim grabs the figure by the neck and slams it into the ground. It is Simeon. Monkey boy! What? I thought it was going to be Cole. Does he <laughs> stab like, with his foot hand? What? Yes. <laughs> with his hand clutched on Simeon's throat, looking down at him, he just proclaims, Pathetic. And he delivers a heavy blow to Simeon's face with a single fist, knocking him unconscious. No. He retrieves the blade, picks it up, and looks at it again. Smiles, tucks it into his belt. He looks around to his companions. I've got it. Let's go. 
Each of the eight men sprint into the darkness with their shadows appearing to actually trail behind them as if trying to catch up. Brim takes a final look at you all as he turns away and sees Selvi behind the tree, the flames flickering off the side of his face. He smiles and his teeth begin to glow with a fuchsia light. He opens his mouth and sends a cone of fuchsia and amber flames into the boughs of the great tree and it instantly catches flame and begins roaring with orange firelight. He then dashes off into the dark forest as his shadow seems to trail behind him. 